0: More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Today's powerful four-day message, He Never Forgets About You, is perfect for the Christian who perhaps is growing impatient, discouraged, or even doubtful about God meeting that special need or the prayer they have prayed that has yet to be answered. These small-in-faith or doubting Christians might even ask, Is God even hearing my prayer? Did I ask for too much? Or has He simply forgotten all about me? To these Christians, Pastor Ray simply reminds them of the covenant made with us and the apple of His eye, the Hebrew people. Know without doubt and understand that the Lord your God, the faithful God, who is keeping His covenant and His loving kindness to a thousand generations with those who love Him and keep His commandments... Because God is that serious about blessing and protecting all his children, yes, you can be certain that you are always on his mind and he will never forget about you.
1: We have to become tenacious believers, fearless believers. I like that verse in the Old Testament. Am I I, I yelling at you tonight? I like that verse, I ate my Wheaties. I slept this afternoon, so I, I feel good. I like that verse in the Old Testament, the righteous are as bold as a lion. Wow, you sound like a bunch of pussycats. I said the righteous are as bold as a lion. Come on, somebody say amen. It's time time for God's righteous sons and daughters to rise up in the boldness of faith, declaring that we're not going down, we're not going under, we're going over, we're going to the top, we're going over onto victory side. Come on, somebody in this house say amen. All of the promises are yes and not maybe. Don't give me this maybe stuff. Well, sometimes God says no. No, it's not that God says no, it's that you just lost your faith. It wasn't God saying no, it was you just weakening in your faith, backing up from the promise of God. God is, God is there coaching us. You know, I mean, here's the word. It's not yes, it's not no. Here, you read it right out of the Bible. It's not a maybe. It's a why? Because God is faithful. If God said something, if God has given us a promise in his word, he gave it to all of us. He He didn't like, he doesn't like some people more than others. He gave it to all of us. Every promise is a yes. And it's an amen already. So I'd rather teach people to believe God for the promises and not make excuses for lack of faith or, or for laziness in the word or slothfulness in the word. I'd rather, I'd rather teach the truth. The truth is that all the promises are, are a possibility in your life if you'll just dare to believe God and stand on them. Amen. See? If you'll just dare to believe God and strengthen yourself up, you see? You can't wait to, you can't wait to start believing God for healing when you get sick. Might be too late. You don't have time, you know, to build up your faith. As a matter of fact, healing is God's second best. Divine health is God's first best, the best best. Amen. So so don't wait to get sick. Begin to believe God for today. See, now, we're, now listen, here, here, here's what's going to happen. We're heading towards the winter. They've already started. I already heard a report this week about the flu. They've already started to sow the seed of fear and doubt. in the. Oh, it could possibly be a bad flu season. So everybody run to the doctor and get a flu shot. Now, I'm not downing flu shots. If that's you, know, you need a flu shot, go get one. Don't worry about it. But don't let the fear of the flu drive you from your faith. Come on, somebody say amen. That's why you got to be careful. You listen to too much of this news, uh, you know, be informed, but don't consume yourself with it. Be informed and, and get back to the word. I find after I, after I listen to the news, I've got to take a bloodbath in the blood of Jesus all over again. <laughs> Every time I finish listening to news, I got to get back into the Word and bolster up my faith because they can suck the faith out of you, the life out of you, the courage out of you. Man, can they do it to you? Anybody know what I'm talking about here? So, so you you, you have to have to understand that the promises because God is faithful over His promises. So when He promises us that you know prosperity. It doesn't see it's 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 not contingent on what the economy is doing. It has nothing to do with what's going on in the world. You say, well, I'm in, you know, this certain business that's been really hit by by this slump in the economy. Well, you go hit it back with the word of God. You pump some life into it by the word of God. Don't sit back and just take it, say, no, I'm not going to take this. And if I have to make a change or an adjustment, God, thank you, Lord, whatever it is, just tell me. Whatever it is I've got to do, lay it on me. Heard about one man, he's not even a believer, but I'm just telling you, see, it's different. Sometimes unbelievers have more faith than believers, more courage than believers. But he was in the real estate business and, you know, they're talking how real estate is bottomed down. Well, he came up with a creative creative idea. He went and bought a limousine and he chauffeurs all his clients around. And then when they finally buy something, he gives them a limousine for a whole day to take them wherever they want to go. says that he's busier than ever. Now, I don't understand all the details, but I thought that's a creative idea. Picks the customer up, drives them to the house. You know, usually you have to follow the real estate later. You're driving their dirty car with all the papers and the <laughs> windows all dirty and they expect to sell, you know, I mean, I turn me off right there. See, God will give you creativity. God will show you how to, how, to, how to overcome the slump. All the promises, yes and amen, they're going to work for those who work it. I said they're going to work for those who work it. The word works if you work the word. The word works if you are daring enough and strong enough and faithful enough to work the word. I'm just gonna work the word through this time, through this slump, hallelujah. I was talking to somebody today, I forget who it was, uh, I made a lot of phone calls, but it was one of my ministry friends and we talking about how everyone's all worried about you know the stock market, where I, I just refuse to look at it. I've got money, in I don't, I'm not even gonna look at it. All I know is when I need it, it'll be there. It'll be there. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to trust God. I'm going to have faith. I'm going to just ask God to bless all of my things. Amen. Is everybody with me? So He is faithful. In, in, and I don't have time to get you all these scriptures, but Hebrews 10:23. Uh, write it down. Uh, no, open to it. I, I don't want you. To, I want you to open to it. I gotta. I gotta get you to open to it. Hebrews 10:23. And some of you know this verse because. We've uh, talked about this some time ago. 10.23, and I like this. I don't mean to yell, but I just feel strong tonight. <laughs> Glory. Listen to verse 23. Let us, Is everybody there? 10.23. Let us hold fast. What are we supposed to do? Hold fast the confession of our hope. And that word hope can really be interchanged with the word faith. Because it's the same word, elpis, or uh um, the Greek word is not elpis. It's um, pistis, I think it is. P-I-S-T-I-S. But it, that doesn't matter. It's, it's the same word for faith. So let us hold fast the confession of our faith. What are we supposed to do hold fast our confession? When are we supposed to hold fast our confession of faith? When everything's going well? Yes. 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 When everything is going not so well? Yes. You're supposed to hold fast your confession of faith always. Say Always. Not only when things are going, going right, but all the time. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith or our hope without wavering. What are we supposed to do? Without wavering. Right? We understand in James it says, let not that man you know, who wavers think that he'll receive anything of the Lord. Because he is an unstable man you know, in all his ways. Hallelujah. So, so if you're going to be a believer, be a believer. Did you hear us say, if you're going to be a believer, believe. Everyone say believe. believe. Just believe. Just trust God and believe. Stand your ground. So let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering. For he who promised is what? Faithful. Why can I hold on to the confession of my faith without wavering? Because he is faithful. Amen. So, you know, people sometimes are going to think you're nuts. You say, well, you're, you, aren't you worried about the economy? No, I'm not worried at all. Aren't you worried about your job? Nope, not worried about my job at all. Everybody else is biting their nails and, and, and all upset about it. And what, and what you ought to be doing is just whistling a song. Sing a song.
0: <laughs>
1: it was Kareem. You told me that today. Everybody in her office says, oh, they're all freaking out because the economy is this and that. And they don't know how they're going to retire. Oh, whoa, oh, oh. whoa. And she's just walking around singing and worshiping God and happy with a smile. And they say, why are you so happy? Well, because I got a little secret. <laughs> say, well, I got a little secret. Stock market isn't my supply. Social security, some of you are waiting for social security. Let me tell you, by the time we get there, ain't going to be any left. You better not be hanging, you better not be trusting in social security. You better put your faith in the Lord, man. You better be sowing something into the kingdom if you expect to get something back. You ain't going to get it from your government. Your government, and dear God, don't get me on this, on this thing because <laughs> don't get me on it. Don't get me on it. It's going to be a sorry day in America if they take over health care. You're going to be depending on your government. They can't even manage Social Security. They're not going to manage your health. Telling you. It's going to be a sad day in America. You You better learn to trust God. You better learn to put your faith in the living God. You better learn to put your faith in the Lord. Not in the government. Government can't find their way out of a paper bag right now. Put your faith in God. Hallelujah. Now, please understand I love my government I love my country I am a I'm a patriot but I ain't trusting the government to take care of me that's why I like freedom don't meddle with my money don't meddle with my business leave me alone I can manage my own money come on because God is involved with my money and my money's blessed That's why I like freedom. Because I've learned to trust God and not the government to take care of me. And we need to teach people to do that. Not to be dependents, but to be independent. And to trust the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyway, hold fast. The confession of our faith without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. God is faithful. Amen? So, um, we understand that God is faithful over his promises. And and then in 1 Corinthians, uh, I'll just read these to you. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, it says that he is also faithful to help us in a time of temptation. So, when we go through our times of temptation, don't fall apart. Why don't you open to it? I know I'm telling you not to and then I'm telling you to. I'm giving you double... I'm getting y'all confused here tonight. Don't don't listen to me. Just open up to it anyway. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter ten, and um, right, oh, you're smart. Twelve and thirteen. Who knew that? Amen. Verse thirteen, really. Twelve is good too. I like that. I always stick that in there. But um, he is helpful. He is faithful to help us in our temptation. Verse 12 says, therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. In other words, don't be such a big shot, buddy. Don't think you're so spiritual. One person once told me, said, the way you keep yourself from falling is stay on your knees. Stay on your knees. Verse 13, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. In other words, nobody goes through any temptation that's unrighteous you know, not the same as somebody else or foreign to to, to someone else. We all go through temptation alike. We're all tested of the devil alike. No temptation is overtaking you except such as common demand. And that's important to understand that because sometimes when we're in the middle of temptation, we think we're the only one going through it. It's an old trick of the devil. He's played it a trillion, billion times on somebody else already. And uh, you're going to get out of it because God is faithful to help you out of it. So he says, let no temptation overtake you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Say, God is faithful. Who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. See, so God is involved in that temptation when the enemy comes against you. God is there with you. See, he says, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape so that you may be able to bear it. So you see, every time the enemy comes in to tempt us to do wrong or to do what's not right or to, you see, God gives us a way of escape, and um, God is there with us. He's, he's right by our side because he is faithful to hold us up and to help us and to encourage us and to cheer us on when temptation comes our way. Come on, somebody say amen. The reason why we quit sometimes and we give in to temptation is because we just have not yet gotten strong enough to stand up and fight it, knowing that God is there with us and will help us through to the other side. So God is faithful to help us in our temptation. And we just need to be faithful enough to call upon that strength and to get ourselves over to the other side of that temptation. Amen? Can everybody give me a better amen than that? We don't have time to get into all of it, but there's a lot to talk about that. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 9, God is faithful to forgive us. So even sometimes if we fall into temptation and uh, you know we fall into sin of some sort, God is so faithful that even if he can't get us to uh, fight that temptation and to overtake that temptation and we fall into it and we sin sometimes God is so faithful this is how faithful God is you know most of us if someone someone did us wrong man we would just cast them out just like that someone looks looks at us crooked or says something a little slanted man we freak out and we're ready to just pummel them you know oh, I'll never have any thank God God's not like that man and, and good thing you know you act like that but but Thank God that you, you know, your father in heaven isn't like that. You're, you're, you're not doing a very good job of, uh, of uh, representing your father in heaven. Because even, even when we make a mistake, even when we do sin, he's faithful to be with us to help us through. But even if we don't get through and we sin, he's faithful to forgive us. Look at First John chapter 1 and verse 9. This is the, the great escape clause. Freddie Price says that, I love that. I learned that from him so many years ago. He said, this is the great escape clause for for every believer. He says, if we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, not cover our sins, not excuse our sins, right? We don't make excuses. Well, you don't understand. Well, this, well, that, well. No, no, no. When we confess our sins, in other words, when we sin, are you all out there? Is anybody listening to me? Or did you all put on your iPod? When, when we confess our sins, when we sin, if we say, I'm a sinner, I, I made a, I'm not a sinner, but I made a sin, I, I, I sinned. If we confess our sins, he is faithful. What is he? Faithful. And just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But we must be faithful to confess our sins when we sin. You know how many people I know that just you know want to cover their sin or pretend it's not a sin or make an excuse you know, why they sinned and, and, and will avoid everything possible uh, to, in, instead of just facing it and saying, you know what, I sinned. I made a mistake. God doesn't lose his faithfulness over you because you you sinned. He's faithful to help you in the temptation, but even if you blow it in the temptation, he's on the other side of the temptation, faithful and true to you, just waiting for you to confess it to him, and he is faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you and to wash you as white as snow and give you a brand new start and a brand new chance all over again. That's the faithfulness of God. You see how faithful God is? You know, we can't lose here, uh, brothers and sisters. We we can't fail. That's why I say, you can't fail. God's got you covered on every, every point, every end. No matter what, even when you blow it, he's there. He's there to help you not to, but even when you do, he's there on the other side. I love it. Glory to God. So he's faithful to forgive. Second Thessalonians don't open to it. Yes, open to it. I might as well, I might as well stay in sync tonight. Um, <laughs> are you having fun in church tonight? Got to have fun in church. And he is, uh, 2 Thessalonians 3.3, 3, he is faithful to protect us from evil. So you think you're fighting all those warfares on your own. You think, oh, brother, i got to fight the bat- battle. No, you don't understand. God is with you. Listen to what 2 Thessalonians 3, 3 says. You've got to get this word in you, and you've, you've got to begin to declare this. It says, but the Lord is faithful. What is the Lord? Faithful. Who will establish you, build you up, that means, and guard you from the evil one. Glory to God. Man, you think you're having warfare, but let me tell you what. A lot of times warfare, we bring it on ourselves we do it's not like the devil is just you know running after us sometimes we just drop our guard and we let him in and we have warfare how many of you understand that maybe you agree with me we don't obey God we don't we don't live the word we don't do what the word says we you know and we, we open up but God is so faithful that he is guarding and protecting and watching over us guarding us from the evil one eternity will reveal How many disasters would have happened in our lives had it not been for the protecting power of God watchfully watching over each and every one of us? I believe that. When we get to heaven, I believe God's going to show you how many times the enemy tried to come in, but God set a guard. Right now, you don't even realize there's angels. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and they deliver them. Delivering angels with you, watching you, guarding you. You're not aware of them, but they are with you. Everywhere you go, you know that near accident that you had, that, that, that near miss, that was an angel that protected you. <laughs> the car that almost hit you, that was an angel. That protected you. Why? Because God is watching you and protecting you from evil. It says right there, the Lord is faithful who will establish you and guard you from the evil one. Hallelujah. That's why every day you've got to start your day giving glory to God and re- readjusting your brain and your spirit. Re- readjusting yourself and aligning yourself with heaven. And realize that your strength, your help, your protection, your provision, everything you need comes from heaven. Glory to God. He is faithful to keep you. Now, here, I'm going to give you this last one, and I'm going to finish. You've got to open to this one. You have to open to this one. 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy, you must. You have to open this one. Please. This is an important verse. 2 Timothy. And we want to go to chapter 2. And I'm going to end right here. And 2 um, Timothy chapter 2. And we're going to read verse 11 through 13. You ready? Listen. This is a faithful saying. For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. We understand when we become born again, we die with Christ, right? Where our lives are hidden in Christ. It's spiritually speaking, right? You understand that. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. Now listen, verse 13, you got your shouting clothes on? You have your shouting shoes on? Are you ready to do a dance? Some of you look like you're ready to go to sleep. (laughs) I mean, are you ready? Are you ready? I love this verse. Are you ready? I love this verse. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. Come on, somebody say amen. He remains, even when we are faithless, He remains faithful to us. Glory to God. That's the faithfulness of God. Sometimes you hear people, and I've counseled people, say, oh, I just, you know, I feel so faithless. I'm doubting, I don't know what I believe. I'm You know, God is so far from me. He probably doesn't even love me anymore. He's probably, you know, doesn't want to, shh. Even when you're faithless, God still stands by your side, faithful. And he will be faithful to you to the very end because he cannot deny himself. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's the faithful God that we serve. Come on, put your hands together one more time and give God the praise and the glory.
0: Tune in again Monday afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors.